Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Heart of Purpose Podcast. I'm your host, Desiree Siegfried, and I just want to welcome you here today. I have an incredible, incredible guest. Her name is Emily Lay, and she is author of many encouraging and incredible books, but also the founder of Simplified, helping us busy moms and entrepreneurs organize our lives. So thank you for tuning in. We chat all things life, entrepreneurship, motherhood for sure, and how to manage it all. So tune in and welcome. Welcome, Emily, to the podcast. It's so good to have you on. Hi, I'm so excited to chat with you. Yeah, same. I uh, recently got your book and I just love all that you're doing for women, especially busy moms and busy women. Thank you. Um, You know, you founded Simplified and you, have you always been into like organizational tools and planners? (laughs) Yeah, I blame my mom. Um, Growing (laughs) up, it was like for fun, we would clean out under my bed. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Yeah, she's she was a teacher. And so she um, kind of raised me with this appreciation for things being in their place and, and you know, that kind of thing. So yeah, I think a little bit of me has always been like that. That's really cool. I, I love when like, how we were raised, like, we don't we don't realize it at the time, but it's actually yeah. like, bringing us to what we're going to end yeah. up doing in life. I know. But, I think about that with my own kids now. I'm like, oh, what are same. you going to take from being, you know, these ages into your adulthood? It's kind of crazy and terrifying. <laughs> I know. I was like, ah, I know it's hard because I feel like I, I project a lot with my kids. Like, same. I'm like, well, you're this way and that way. You're just going to, you're going to be an engineer or a doctor. And then my oh, yeah. other, and then my other ones, I'm like, well, you might play a sport. I don't know. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's so I funny how we project. Um, I'm try- I try not to. I want them to like learn their own way. But I know. But we like, we put them in these little boxes of like, this is, this is who you're going to be, you know? Yeah. I get it. Yeah. yeah, totally. So I wanted to actually, I always love going back, like before yeah. you became an author, before you started Simplified and kind of, I think it was like 12 years ago. Is that right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what happened and what made you, re- <laughs> what made you wake up one day and you're like, I want to do this. I want yeah. to start this brand and I want to help women get organized. Yeah. <laughs> well, it kind of, it, it's weird. Like it kind of happened slowly and quickly at the same time. I, um, like my whole life, I just knew that I was always an ambitious person. And so I, I got a master's degree in public administration and I was working in the nonprofit world And um, I was a newlywed in 2008, and I was, like, living in a new city, driving an hour each way to work. Uh, I was working at a university, and I was just miserable. Like, I kept thinking, like, I had worked so, so, so hard to get the great job with the great degree, and here I was, and I didn't like it. So, like, (laughs) now what? And so I, I spent some time, like, looking for a new job, looking for a dream job and all of that, and just there was nothing. And to me, like I wanted flexibility as a mom because my mom oh, had yeah. had it and we didn't have kids yet, but I was already thinking like, okay, who's going to, you know, be there for all the things. And so I just started making like note cards and notepads and whatever I could get my hands on teaching myself graphic design, watching YouTube videos. Oh, wow. And I did and this it all, is like, like back before there's Canva and like all the yes, illust- like, like that do it for you. Yes. And it's funny, like I, I put all of my creations on this brand new platform nobody knew about called Etsy (laughs) and (laughs) it was great and it you know very slowly I would do it in the middle of the night and then go to my full-time job and 
I mean, you just, you just work, work, work. And I did, I did that for two years without taking a paycheck and working full time. And then, and it was just, it was a hodgepodge of everything I could get my hands on um, from designing bank logos to notepads to whatever. And then in 2011, I had been doing the business full time and I was kind of getting into focusing on women and focusing on things that just helped me like as a busy woman, you know, kind of keep life together and make it pretty and fun. And (laughs) in 2011, when my son was born, I was like, I mean, I was shocked at how hard it was. I just expected to become a mom and for it just to be effortless. And, Mm -hmm. you know, everyone else I could see on social media was kind of, you know, becoming a thing. And I felt like every woman that I knew or that I followed, like they had dinner on the table at six o'clock. Their kids were perfectly behaved. They were just killing it at work. They had great hair. Like I was like, Oh goodness. I mean, I just remember walking with Brady, my oldest on one hip and a laptop on the other and looking around our house at the piles of laundry and being like, why why can't I do this? Why is it so hard? It is hard. I think that needs to be, I think, I think now that we're in like, you know, 2021, I think people are more apt to show the real side, but there's still that like pretty perfect. um, Yeah. But it's, you know, we don't know what goes on behind the scenes. It's, you know, it's a picture. And you get a glimpse of a highlight reel and it. Yeah. And I just, I just remember feeling like uh, I just need, I need, I need something like there's gotta be a fix. There's gotta be a tool or a thing that I can use to help me help me be a mom and a businesswoman and do it well. And so I went to Target where the answers to life live. Um, <laughs> That's so, so true. So right? True. And I'm like yes. walking through the aisles with my child in the buggy and I'm looking at planners. And I remember just thinking like, all of these are making me feel like more of a failure than I already feel. Cause they're just so <laughs> full of like boxes to check and things to fill out. Yeah. It's so true. All the things. And so I went home and was like, well, let's just see what it would look like to make a planner that was really simple and really basic and minimal and felt like a breath of fresh air. Came home from Target, put this planner together. It was super simple. And I just knew I was onto something. Like I felt like, does every woman just want to simplify their lives? And can I make tools that will help them do that? And so really slowly I started to build Simplified and now it's big company with nine team members and we have products in Target and Walmart and um, on our online store. That's so so awesome. How crazy to look back, huh? It's so crazy. So crazy. I mean, I think that's the other thing that a lot of people do. Like as a business owner, we see like you and we see the big Mm -hmm. company you've built, but um, we have to always be reminded of the little things that have led to that. Lots of hiccups and lots of mistakes and lots of, lots of dollar signs on lots of mistakes too. Yeah. (laughs) It's, it's definitely been, it's been a journey for sure. Yeah, no, I get that. So that's amazing that you started this company. Um, did it just take off kind of over overnight? Cause I feel like that was something that's missing. So if women did want it, you know, and it wasn't out there, I bet you, it just like, was like overnight. They're like, Oh, thank you. It it really, it happened really quickly. I mean, it it happened so quickly that I said yes to a lot of great opportunities and ended up just really burning myself out. Yeah. Like at one point we had this amazing online store that was doing so well, but 
I, I was also being told like, you have to go wholesale. You have to be oh. in like all these boutiques and stores. And so we did, and we were in 800 stores, which is amazing. <gasps> oh but my like, gosh. I mean, I have, so my twins, I have twins that are six and then my oldest is 10. And at the time my twins were two and he was six. I was flying everywhere. I just published my second book. I was just doing so much. And I was, I was on paper, I was super successful, but like inside I was dying, just dying. So we made the decision to cut our wholesale program and it was 40% of our revenue, but it allowed us to focus on like just on the online store and connecting with women directly and not just making a pretty planner, but like empowering them and giving them content that was really actually helpful and we doubled our revenue the next year. Ah, that's so good. I know. Yeah, I remind myself of that story all the time. <laughs> yeah, seriously, huh? Well, I mean, it's too it's true too. Like it may not look like the right path to the world, but like God knew what you needed and how to do it. And I feel like whenever we yeah, I feel like whenever we do that, then it's just like it's a risk. Doors open and, there's usually blessings yeah. for it because you're not just striving by yourself. You know, you're just I don't know. Pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. I, I love that. Well then, so how did you become an author then doing this business, which is empowering yeah. women? Have you always wanted to write books? Always. So my, my undergraduate degree is in creative writing. And so I always wanted to write books, but it was like one of those things, one of those goals that you, you think, but you don't say out loud because it just doesn't happen to people. Yeah. And, um, I've always loved to write. And so that was always a part of Simplified, even if it was just in social media posts or blog posts. And then one day, um, gosh, it was like 2015. I was in the preschool parking lot picking up my son. And I got an email from my now publisher who said, we've been watching your writing. We think you're great. And we'd love for you to tell your story in a book. And that That's was it. So that cool. was the first one. Yeah. I love that. That's crazy. I know that's really cool. So when was that? Because now you're on to your fourth book. Fifth, yeah, that fourth was, book. Yeah, 2015. Um, so I've been I've been on the once a every year to 18 months track. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that keeps you busy. Yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> but you, like you said, now. you like to write, so that. I do and the topics I write about, like it's it's almost like I'm writing these things while I'm living it, and it's. Yeah. It's almost like therapy for me to write no, totally. all the things I'm going through, you know? Well, that's what makes it relatable to women because mm-hmm. what you're going through is also what other women are going through. So it's always yes, nice to be sure. able to have. I also think it's always nice to have those promptings within yourself to be able to like have like, like in your newest book, you, you offer mm-hmm. so many promptings of like questions for us to answer. And I think that's, yeah, it's so helpful, you know, cause you may right. not have thought about those promptings if you didn't also go through those, those yeah. like questions. You know, I, I love that those are part of it because I like, I'm all for a good inspirational book, but at the end of the day, I'm like, can you just tell me how to do it? Like I need <laughs> Maybe that's, I'm just super pragmatic and I need yeah. the tactical, I need the thing I can sink my teeth into and take away and like, yeah, okay, here's what we're going to do to do the thing. And so, you know, I, I just, I think there's a lot of books out there that are about, you know, going after your dreams or achieving your goals or hustling and all those things. And I just, I wanted this book, I wanted it to be different. I wanted it to talk about honoring the work and also honoring the rest that has to yeah. come alongside it. And then 
have those tactical things woven throughout so that it really did feel applicable to every woman's life, no matter her season or what it is she's trying to build, you know? Yeah, I love that. So the newest book is called Growing Boldly and it's about daring to live the life you love. And so um, you pretty much explain, I mean, you like to have things be like kind of action-based and so you have the five steps. Do you want to give a little bit of insight to the five steps without giving away too much? Yeah, totally. So the word build has always been a word that I just like because it's actionable and it, it brings up feelings of like momentum and moving forward. And if, if you want to build a life you love, you got to do stuff, you know, you got to take steps. <laughs> yeah. You can't and just so, sit on your butt you and just sit. wait for it to happen. No, it doesn't have, it doesn't work that way. And so <laughs> I wanted, I love that word and I wanted to kind of structure the book around it. And so I turned the word build into an acronym and it's these five principles that I think if you keep them in your pocket, as you're trying to build something, they will serve you really well. So the whole book is, is broken down into five sections and the B stands for believe in who you are and whose you are. I love this section so much. It has a ton of worksheet pages because I think we all wear a lot of hats and we forget who we are like mm-hmm. underneath the mom, the wife, the entrepreneur, yeah. whatever. Um, and when you're able to embrace that, you have like the bricks you can build with. So the you is utilize what you have. And that's all about finding resources, finding support. The I is imagine the life you love or the life you want. So visualizing it and breaking it down into actionable steps. The L was a section I was excited about, especially it's um, love people well. And I think we all have this responsibility to live up to our potential and to live our best lives. But at the same time, we have this other responsibility to bring others along with us and to impact our communities um, as a whole. So I love that particular section. And then the D is do what matters, forget the rest. And it's all (laughs) about prioritizing and honoring the thing that matters most to you in that particular season and saying no to all the other stuff. Yeah, that's so good. I went through a whole, I say season, but it was probably like five years. Um, (laughs) I feel you there. I'm just, you know, saying yes to everything and getting very burnt out in my own work because I was also striving my own way. And Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, if any lesson I could give anyone else would be the same thing, like kind of, you know, choosing I don't know, your best yes and not just every yes. Yeah. yeah, we also, I think we feel like if we don't always say yes, then the opportunities, they'll stop coming, Uh-huh. Yeah. you know, and we'll never, we'll never achieve whatever that thing is if we don't keep saying yes to things. And it's just that it is the fastest way to burn yourself out. Yeah. And the, I mean, there's beauty in the waiting, you know, I think there's purpose mm-hmm. in the wait, in the waiting, like, yeah, because we just want everything so quick. But, you know, God's timing is so different. And so he knows that that thing that we want right now, we might not be ready for. And so it's a lot of preparation and a lot of life lessons, I think. I totally agree. You know, one of the things that was so fun about writing this, in the past, my books have been mostly stories from my life. But I interviewed women for this one who've gone up against hard things, who have lived through seasons of tragedy, of waiting, um, of illness. I mean, just some crazy, amazing stories. And to hear from them, like how they built lives that they're able to 
thrive, not just survive, yeah. but like thrive in even amidst those circumstances. It's so, it's so inspiring. I mean, I it, if you, if you dare to do it, like if you are willing to put in the work, you can, um, even in a global pandemic. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I think that's why your book is so timely too. I mean, mm-hmm. what, what, as you were writing it, like, what was the end goal in mind? Like what, what's yeah. the meat that you want women to get from it? Yeah. Or- so I, I wrote it, um, January, 2020, I turned it in. Oh, wow. Uh-huh. I turned it in at the end of February. So you see where this is going. Mm-hmm. Um, everything got flipped on its head just weeks after I submitted the final manuscript and I remember as we started editing before I even opened the document, I was like, oh, please let this book still have legs in the middle of all this. And it was so encouraging and exciting that like I had written it on true. The whole point was like, write something that is so true that it has, it it withstands tragedy or hard things. I didn't know it was going to be a pandemic, but you know, it, you know, whatever the hard thing in your life looks like, or the difficulty or the struggle, I wanted these truths to stand up to all of that. I didn't know a pandemic was coming, but the good news yeah. is all of it stood, all of it stood true. And so, yeah, I think the biggest message for me is that I hope women read it and realize that it is fully possible to bloom and flourish in the driest of seasons, even Absolutely. if you feel stuck, you know, and you're not sure what step to take to move yourself forward. Um, You can, it just takes focus and it takes work and it takes realizing that you are worthy of that. Oh yes. Amen. I I was going to ask you what would be a practical like first step, but I think you just said it. It's truly like realizing that you are worthy. And yeah. uh, Another word I always love is you're capable, like, God equip, mm-hmm. he equips us with what we need when we don't Absolutely. think that, when we don't think we're even able to, you know, yeah. get out of that struggle, get out of that loss, get out of that, that pandemic. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we um, believe a lot of lies, you know, about ourselves and we take them from social media. We take them from people around us and we play them on loop. And so then when we hit a tough time or a struggle or we feel stuck, it's kind of like, well, I'll just stay here a while because mm. I'm not, I'm not X, Y, Z enough, you know, yeah. but really like God does, he equips you with what you need when you need it, you know? Yeah. It's so good. So now that you're juggling so much, your mom, author and business owner and all yes. the things, how do you juggle it all? I like Oh my gosh. (laughs) Sometimes I do it really well and I'm like living my best life. And then sometimes I am struggling and I have learned over the past couple of years that I just have to embrace the season I'm in. Like right now with book release, I am in the busy season and that's okay. Like I can, I can honor the busy season. I can, you know, get help. I can um, feed my kids grilled cheese for dinner. Like we can, yeah. Just, yeah. we can keep it going for the season, but I also have to counterbalance that season with a season of rest. And so yeah. if I have, you know, three weeks of intense scheduling for work, I'll try to take some time after that to unwind and read and relax and get my house cleaned up and stuff like that. So yeah, 
I, I, I'd say that's how I do it. It's just a constant, I always say balance is like riding a bike. You're just, you're constantly yeah. shifting your weight from left to right to keep from falling on your face. And that's, <laughs> so true. that's how I do it. Like I'm leaning over here and I'm leaving over here, but it's, no, it's, it's so true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so true. I always, I, I always look at it as seasons too. And I think that's what helps me get through yeah. everything and to give yeah. myself grace. I mean, of like, I have a two-year-old, two-year-old who hates to sleep. And so yes. it's just like hard. Um, but I know that when he's 12, they'll be fine, yes. you know? So it's like, I need to, <laughs> hopefully it doesn't Eventually wait. <laughs> they will sleep. Yeah, oh hopefully it doesn't, hopefully sooner than later. But, um, you know, I, I've tried to embrace it and not force anything. Cause I think when we try to force yeah. things, it, we get stressed out, we get burnt out. Yes. And I am all for rest. So I am all yes. for, I know like my, my breaking point, you know, I'll be like yep. going, 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 and I'm starting to get overwhelmed. And uh, yes. I'm like, I, I need a break. I need a break. Come to breaks. <laughs> yes. I, I swear, like having a child who doesn't sleep is a really, is a really hard. I have a six-year-old, one of my <sighs> twins right now, my daughter, who has just decided lately that she sleep's not really a fun thing and so she, oh, no. <laughs> we put her to bed and she comes down and we put her to bed she comes uh, and it's back and forth and I was mentioning it to my mom the other day and she was like it's just a season she'll yeah. get through it it's just but, something she's doing uh, I mean again it's like it's because society tells us that it's bad if they're waking up or if they need to yeah. come into your room or if they need coddling mm-hmm. like I don't know it's just so sad because even if I tell yeah. other people like maybe friends or whatever like they're like well what are you doing wrong you know it's like it's like it's right. our it's like it's our it's fault solution yeah, yeah it's our fault if our child is just one that doesn't like sleep I mean yep. he really doesn't need it need it it's bizarre I don't even know <laughs> <laughs> I but, have a child that's the same way that just didn't need a lot of sleep as a as I a know <laughs> and then we have like friends oh my gosh their kids oh. sleep for like 14 hours straight no and I don't I'm believe like, any fact that says our kid does that. I know. I'm like, what are they giving them? Seriously. No kidding. Oh, That's funny. I know. It's tough. But no, I just love everything that you're doing. So what has been your Thank favorite you. book that you have written? Is it this one or is it maybe? Yeah, it's funny. I feel like it's like they're my kids. And so I love them all in different ways. But yeah. I'm really, I was, I'm really excited about this one in particular. I think being able to share stories of other women was really fun and really cool. And I, I feel like I learned a lot, um, like as I was writing it. And so I, yeah, I think I would have to say this one. Cool. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's a beautiful book and like, so perfect for spring and summer and, you know, it's a very happy book. Yeah. (laughs) All of your products. So, um, what, what do you think's um, going to be in the future for Simplified or for, are you writing more books? I am writing more books. Wow. So are you I already? Actually, yes. Well, I'm writing, uh, I have like kind of two at once happening. One is a little bit of a different format. Oh, fun. So, yeah. So I'm going to work on, I'm going to work on that one next. I'm going to try to have a, a season of slowing down. Simplified's launching our new planners here in a couple weeks. So I'll be focused on that for a while. But after that, um, it'll be summertime and I'm going to try to re recuperate from yeah. all the things. <laughs> yes. From your book tour. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Spend some time with the kids and the hubs. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's yep. wonderful. 
That's wonderful. Can you let everyone know how they can get your book and how they can follow yeah. along and how they can yeah. find the planners and all that? Oh yeah, all the things. So the book is available at all the all the places books are sold. Um, our website is emilylay.com and it has, that is where we have our simplified planners and all of our products. And then I'm on all the social places at Emily Lay and also at Simplified. Perfect. Well, thank Yay. you, Emily. Is there any last piece of advice that we, I didn't get out of you <laughs> that you would like to no. share with the women? I always, I always tell people like, if you're feeling stuck, usually the next best thing for you to do is take a nap. Like, <laughs> take, <laughs> that take is a nap. such practical advice. Yeah. I love that. A, a good, I mean, if you can finagle two hours, that's great. If you can get 15 minutes, it just, it just gives you the reset. You need to look at things with fresh eyes, you know? It's so true. I mean, it's so true. <laughs> that's hilarious. Especially like with the whole, like not traveling and cause I find, yes. I find like rejuvenation and inspiration through traveling, but we haven't been able to in forever. So have oh, been <laughs> so here. That's, that's great. I'm just going to take a nap and dream of Hawaii. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, Emily. It's been great chatting with you. Thank and you um, so I look much. forward to seeing all that you put out there for women and Man, Lord, Lord knows I need some organization in my life. So <laughs> I'm going to go check out all of the planners. Oh, I, I appreciate that. that. Yeah. Well, thank you so much.